Welcome to the 2.1 Minute Podcast, where our hosts will talk to everyday people about how they live with anxiety and depression. Hannah, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm excited to learn a little more about uh, depression caused by pregnancy from your experience. So let's jump right in. What has been your experience like um, with postpartum depression? So it was interesting for me because I had like prenatal depression like, throughout my entire pregnancy um, and then afterwards as well. And I didn't actually know what it was. It, it went undiagnosed. I just figured, you know, mom blues or whatever. I um, mean, I didn't actually realize what it was until like after my daughter had turned like two years old um, because I was still really like on a low and um I just couldn't figure it out and my sister who had had a kid a year before I had had my kid was like pushing me to go and see like a therapist and I was like you know I had very um stereotypical views that society has about therapy and I thought it's for crazy people and I didn't think I was crazy I you know I was pretty high functioning I was you know, I was teaching at an international school um, and it was like my first year there. And I was like, you know, I was getting on with my life. My role was super busy and I just, I didn't even think about it during the day. It was when I picked up my kid and had to go home. It was like, and some days, I mean, Tanaka would see me. There were some days where I would just be like, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. No, no one say, no one even breathed the same air as me. And I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't know why. I had no idea why. So um, walk me through the events leading to your pregnancy. And at what point did you start sensing that something was off or something was going wrong? So I, I found out I was pregnant when I was 21. I turned 22. Um, so I found out in July and in August I turned 22. So I was really young and I had just moved to America from England. And I just got married. I, we were like seven months into our marriage. And so everything was very new. Um, and initially when you find out you're pregnant, like, yeah, it was a huge surprise. But I was so excited, you know, like, oh my God, I'm going to be a mom. And then all of a sudden, like, it wasn't, it wasn't fun anymore. Like I felt super restricted. I felt like I couldn't do anything. Um, all of the things that I wanted to do, I couldn't do because of my pregnancy. Like we wanted to go scuba diving and I couldn't because I was pregnant. And I don't know why that bothered me so much. I got so upset about it. Um, and I didn't want to be around my husband because I felt like he was, he was the reason uh, this had happened to me. Um, and he was going about his life doing what he wanted to do. And here I am just feeling sick all the time, feeling tired all the time. And I didn't want to speak to anybody. So now take me to after your daughter's born, like, what was that experience like now? Like, what did anything change? Um, I wouldn't let anyone hold Halima. Like, I was very scared that they'd break her. I don't, I don't know what I thought. I have no idea. Like, I really don't know what was going on in my mind. But nobody could be around her. I had to do everything for her. And then I was exhausted. I didn't let my mother-in-law help. I didn't let my husband help. I didn't let my father-in-law help. I refused to interview nannies. I was like, no, this has to be all me. Um, and then I remember one day um, I was making dinner and I just started crying. Like I was, I was standing over the stove. I'm cooking. I remember I was making a curry. I was cooking and I started crying. And I don't know 
what my thought process was, but I ended up throwing that entire meal away. It was fine. I was like, and, and I just, I remember throwing it away. And then my husband came home and I was still standing by the cooker with Halima like strapped to me because that's how I, it was just ridiculous. Um, and he was like, is everything okay? Like, cause the dinner was in the sink and I was standing at the cooker and I hadn't showered and um, it just, it, everything just felt very out of place. Yeah. Nothing felt, it felt like an alternate universe. I felt I was like, I was watching myself do these things, but I, it wasn't me. Like I was uh. outside looking in. It felt very weird. It felt very weird. So what, what was it like sort of starting to recover? Like, um, starting to recover your life and starting to feel like things are starting to get back to normal. Was this like an overnight process or was it very gradual? Um, it was, it was really gradual. Um, I started going back to school to get my teaching certification because I had been like two years since I'd moved to Dallas and I hadn't done that. So I started getting my teaching certification, finally interviewed a bunch of nannies out of I think I interviewed like 70 people seven zero um finally found um a part-time pediatric nurse that I trusted (laughs) to um nanny Halima um and even then like the first month or so I would be in the apartment like watching her like (laughs) it was it was crazy um and then I then I started working um And actually the first year of Halima's life, like, well, not the first year, the second year when I started working, um, when she was from age one till two, I worked at a public school. um, And I always look back on that time as me being an awful mom because I just put aside the fact that I had a kid and tried to just be a teacher. I did nothing else. I um, just tried to ignore that. And I was trying to just gain some part of my life back some part of my identity that didn't revolve around me being a mom um it was really different like the two identities for me were very conflicting like henna as a teacher and her own person and henna as a mom I just couldn't bring the two together um and I ended up like my daughter would be at daycare for like 10 hours a day and she really didn't like me from ages one to two she just did not like me um and it affected affected our marriage like severely um and my husband was like you know you've got to find another job where you're closer because I was working South Dallas at the time which was a 45 minute drive from where I was and he said you know you have to find another job or you just you don't work like this is not you know your kid needs you I need you you need you and you're not there for yourself and I kept flying back to London because I London was like a safety net for me. I kept flying back. So, I mean, I'm, I'm three years into my marriage, you know, we've barely had a moment alone. This kid has arrived so soon. And my husband and I are just like butting heads, like nonstop. And there's a baby in the mix. Um, then I got my job at the international school and Halima was at the school with me. Um, and that's when things started to get a little bit better. I could pick her up when I needed to. She could come to my classes if I needed her to. So it got a little bit better. Um, but again, like, I just didn't even think about, I'm very like autopilot when I'm on, I'm on. And it feels like I'm on all the time. Like I just go like, you know, Tanaka and I work together and I'm just like, just going like, and 
I don't know where the slow down button is. I don't know where the pause button is. And I realized that I didn't know any of those things because I was still in the remnants of postnatal depression, like, because I was just, I was just going, like, I never had a moment to stop. Um, and then I guess that's when it's, when I, when I started at the international school, I started to realize that actually, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to be a better mom and I want to have a family and I, and I want to be myself and figure me out. And, um, it's just been like a slow transition since then, but I would say in the last three years, my daughter's six now, um, in the last three years, I feel like I'm happier. I'm, I, I, I think we might want another child, maybe. Like, I think, I think we're, we're good, um, you know. And it, I started seeing a therapist and I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm very normal. Like, this happens yeah. all the time. Um, and I didn't realize how normal it was because nobody talks about it. Nobody tells you that, hey, it's okay to just sit there while you're nursing, like holding your child and just, just crying. And for absolutely no reason. And there was, there was no reason to cry. I was just crying. And because I didn't know why I was crying, it was more painful. And I felt like I was being ungrateful, which is, you know, a big part of um, my, my religion and my culture is showing gratitude. And I felt guilty because I was being ungrateful. And I, it was just, it just felt like this bottomless pit of, um, you know, the, it, just, it was cyclical. I felt ungrateful and then I would cry and then I was crying because I was ungrateful. And then I felt bad for not being grateful and, you know, just all these things. And yeah. um, it was, it was just constant. It just felt like it wasn't going to stop, but it, it did start to stop. Like, well, it started to slow down um, as soon as I started seeing a therapist and I connected with some other moms. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, or if you have a story that you would like to be featured here, you can visit our blog at www.brainglitches.com.